Good evening. Uh, it's great to be with you. Thank you so much for coming. The, um, the Bible reading um, is from Matthew 11. I'm not sure it's on the screen. Yes, but you can look on your phones. It will be gone in an instant, okay, because it's only a few verses. Matthew 11, 28 to 30. So, Jesus says to you, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I'm going to, it's very short. How many of you know that off by heart, what I've just um, A few of you know it off by heart, pretty close. Um, God calls us to write some of these things, or he promises to write some of these things on our hearts. I don't think you go wrong if you memorize those verses. But the key thing and the challenge for this evening is not just to memorize it. It's to draw upon the truths in it. We're going to do um, the talk slightly differently this evening. Um, I'm going to show a video or a film, if it works. It's a two-hour film, by the way. <laughs> Don't look so worried. Uh, but we're going to do a little bit of it in um, nine minutes. As a result, I'm going to compromise a little bit about what I'm going to say as well. But um, I think this is a really helpful way in, and um, I'm going to test you. This, actually, I was born here. Um, who wasn't born in 1986? Quite a few of you, okay. Uh, <laughs> right, it's a film, I think it was uh, released in 1986. It's, you might, don't need to have been born to have seen the film. Has anyone seen The, the Mission? The mission film. Has anyone not seen the mission? Quite a few of you. Okay. Uh, it'll be interesting if you're left wanting to watch it at the end of this. A little bit of a background. Um, the mission shows the challenges faced by Jesuit missions in South America following the Treaty of Madrid, transferring Spanish lands to the Portuguese. It was messy. There was a lot of trouble. The Jesuits, which are a Catholic order of priests led by Father Gabriel, and for those of you who know, have got a long memory, Jeremy Irons plays this part, might not mean anything to anyone. They strive to protect their missions from Portuguese forces. It's set in the 18th century. The film portrays the Jesuit priests' efforts to convert the indigenous Gurani people to Christianity in the midst of oppressive colonial powers. So there's, there's different ways of persuading people to believe in Jesus. Doing it in an oppressive way is not the right way. The key character, Mendoza, uh, for those of you who know your actors, Robert De Niro, initially a slave trader, undergoes a transformation. He's consumed by guilt after killing his half-brother for stealing his fiancée. He seeks redemption. As part of his penance, 
Mendoza climbs a cliff near a waterfall, dragging behind him a net filled with heavy armor, a symbolic burden rep representing past sins. Gurani, the Gurani people who have been oppressed eventually cut away this burden. Mendoza is free from his shame. Watch and see, and I've see maybe without me even making the connections, how this might just possibly link with the reading. The thing about the film, and I'll say a little bit more about it, is um, as Christians, so many of us, do faith attached to one of these. Carrying stuff like this, it's a massive bag of logs. Inside your um, bag of logs, if you like, or things, that you're going to have lots and lots of different burdens. And for each of us, it's going to be different. Um, in the film, um, yes, the uh, protagonist had done something wrong, but part of their theology, I think, is they sort of needed to do a penance. Um, some of us carry things that we've been forgiven for far too long. Some of us harbor unforgiveness of others and they become burdens that we drag around. Some of us bring our family history and our messed upness uh, into the present and God wants to, to bring healing. Um, as I talk this evening... I'd just like you to consider what the burdens are you carry. Please, please don't wait too long for the Lord Jesus Christ to set you free. Here again, Matthew 11. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30 presents a profound message from Jesus offering freedom and rest to those who are burdened and weary. For reason, uh, there are reasons for Jesus' words. It's often provoked by the heavy demands placed on individuals. In this situation, Jesus was speaking into the weight um, and yoke that the law and legalism um, was around. Basically, a religious authorities making them do things that they should never have been called to do. 
We're 2,000 years post Jesus' life, death, resurrection. Uh, If you're a Christian, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. But I notice that even today, that many followers of Jesus find their faith journey hard and burdensome. Jesus' words are recorded in Scripture to remind us that there is another way. Jesus says to you, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He invites you to come close to him. I've heard these words countless times. I know some of you know them off by heart, but I need to come back to them time and time again because I don't heed them and often find myself getting drawn into things that feel too heavy, ill-fitting, and wearisome. Not the primary things that I'm called to do. Maybe you're the same. Yet we know that Jesus' yoke is perfectly crafted for each of you as individuals. I was um, brought this by my children. Um, It's an example, yeah, you might not get excited about this at all, but it is actually perfectly fitted. And when I go on a trip, I can buckle myself in and it's not going anywhere. If I'm a little bit thirsty, gasping for breath, it's got water. I don't know where I put the hat and the gloves and there's some protective gear as well. But this doesn't feel like a heavy thing to wear. In fact, if I went out in some conditions without it, I would come to a perilous end. Possibly, that's exaggerating. But just keep that image in mind. Maybe this is a little bit more fitting. It doesn't, it's not mine, so I'm not putting it on. But some of you might have something like this. It's equally got a water container. Maybe that's a bit more familiar. It's got a place, maybe. It could be a work bag. It could be a school bag. There's a place in there for a laptop. Uh, and you can get very, very wet uh, wearing one of these things and all your treasured possessions will stay safe. Despite um, the promise of the yoke being easy, many still experience their faith journey as hard and burdensome. Some of us seem to have the weight of the world on our shoulders. Like the film it seems that some of us are happy to lug lug this stuff around. Whilst uh, we're all called to carry different things, we all have a load to carry, um, martyrdom is a special calling, and we're not called to do this through our unwise individual choices, to spiritually and and figuratively speaking, kill ourselves under self-imposed weighty burdens. Now, if any of this imagery resonates with you, um, maybe tonight is a night where you can consider laying some of these burdens down. I've got a short prayer when you can think of a burden. Maybe this is something that might help. My prayer, Lord Jesus, this is not mine to carry alone. I make it your responsibility. Show me the yoke that I'm called to carry. 
In the midst of our struggles, and I think we've all got struggles regardless of our age and stage in life, there's a call to wake up and be honest about what we're thinking and feeling. Helen Forbes, who's here, shared in morning prayer this week, this new year can feel very heavy for some. She highlighted a section in the Bible passage that we were looking at from Isaiah 9.3, a prophecy associated with Jesus, the Messiah, reminding us that he's promised to shatter every burdensome yoke. It's a promise that he's got the power to do. And if you're carrying one of these this evening, this might be for you, the Bible passage that was quoted. Jesus has shattered the yoke that burdened you, the collar that lay heavy on your shoulders. Many of us feel weighed down by various concerns, such as our work, it might be our studies, it could be um, our family, it could be our friendships, it could be health concerns or those that we care for. It could be, as Richard's prayed already, about global events. The call is to lay these burdens down before the Lord, recognize that they're not meant to be carried alone. Lord Jesus, show us what we're called to do. These heavy burdens can be emotional, they can be physical, they can be spiritual, financial, relational. They might be addiction-related. Maybe it's a grief that's too hard to bear. Even within the church, there can be a tendency to take on our tasks or mission priorities not aligned with God's calling, neglecting the core command. This is all very simple, to love God, to love neighbor as ourselves. Jesus' plea is for you to lay these unnecessary burdens down. If you haven't got any, well, that's really, really good, and I rejoice with you. But what is it that you want the Lord to set you free from? And take up, because we've got to take up something, take up the things that he's called you to bear. Jesus extends this invitation to all, urging you to come and to find rest in him. Many of us here have experienced this uh, when we order our, our, our lives in ways that are responses, responsive to Jesus' teaching and call. The imagery of a yoke is typically used for working animals. Uh, when I was growing up, we used to have such things um, in, <laughs> in our garden, actually. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably not many houses like that in Claygate. But um, like, normally when we imagine a yoke, it's probably two animals joined together, pulling something, and hopefully uh, one of the animals is not taking too much of the weight. It's sort of even balanced. But when we, um, when we think of it as well, we maybe think of Jesus on one side and uh, um, us on the other. But actually, the Bible passage doesn't um, talk about it being a two-person 
yoke. It's a perfectly fitted yoke. Although we believe that Jesus is alongside us, um, he's got something for us as individuals uh, to carry on our, our, on our own. Whether it's a one or two person yoke, Jesus calls us to take up his yoke, his unique and perfectly crafted calling for you. He says, learn from me and you'll find rest for your souls. This involves you and I being committed to listening, learning, and um, where, where we can, and as much as we're able to follow Jesus' guidance and example. This is a stark contrast between uh, Jesus' easy yoke and the heavy burdens imposed by the religious leaders at the time, and sometimes the heavy yokes that we place on ourselves to strive or to please others. Jesus' yoke brings freedom and the call for, to find rest for our souls. And we do this, as I've said before, by loving God and neighbor as ourselves. In practice, Jesus' easy yoke and finding rest for our souls means us caring for body, mind, and spirit. It means Avoiding excessive religious legalism and unnecessary burdensome traditions and unfruitful activities. But uh, I don't know how this applies to you, but also disconnecting from distractions and pointless pastimes. I could leave a few moments for us to think of some of those. But more positively, it means maintaining healthy patterns for living and a healthy um, well-blended balance for life, cultivating healthy relationships, friendships with God and others, and engaging in life-giving activities that stimulate the mind and bring healing and rest to the soul. By way of response, just a couple of things. Maybe um, you've heard us talk about a rule of life or a framework for freedom. Uh, this is something that um, quite a few members of the church have done. It's basically sort of setting your priorities, putting Jesus at the center, and um, working out how are you going to invest time in your relationship with him? What are the most important things in our lives? What are the things that we need to do that are life-giving? How are we going to, in our busy lives, build in um, a certain amount of rest? Um, lots and lots of things, but um, if we don't spend a bit of time focusing on these things, it's very unlikely that it's going to happen. I need to be um, honest with you. I've done Christianity quite a long time, and I observe the same old, same old patterns of behavior in my life that never, ever change. I look around the church and I don't, well, I see some really good examples, but if we're really honest with ourselves, there's not a lot of change. So these might feel like empty words, but unless we invest in the right things and set the right priorities, we're not going to be the church that the Lord Jesus Christ has called us to be. And the best time to start some of these Christian practices is when you're really, really young. Because before you start learning really bad habits, like me and a few other people around here, they're really hard to shift. It's good to 
uh, invest time in just to reflect on who, how um, we're created and um, maybe the sort of things that mar God's image in us. So later on in the year, we're going to revisit this framework for freedom and rule of life. I commend it to you. I need to be honest, I find it really, really hard to stick to these guidelines. I need all the grace God has to offer, but it's far too important to me, my family and the church that I don't stay the way that I am because I'm too lazy to do anything about it. Anyway, the shortcut for some of this is simply to pray now. And this might work for you. Um, I have to think that there's no quick fixes when it comes to our following of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's an ongoing, continual journey. But I do know that God can uh, profoundly speak to us in the here and now. So I'm going to take the shortcut, and maybe it's a sensible route, and invite God the Holy Spirit to come and show us the things that we need to do something about. So, what are the things in your life, and I'm going to pray, that are burdensome that you really shouldn't be carrying? What are the grudges that you hold that you need to release? What are the well-worn patterns in your family that you observe, um, I've heard, um, yeah, I better not say too much here, but I probably observe things in me that I didn't like in my mum and dad. With Jesus, we can change some of these things. I observe things in this last week that I don't like in me. And it's an ongoing struggle and we need the grace of God. But let's get shot of these weighty burdens and give God a chance and to take up the things that he's called us to take up that are supposed to be well-fitting and will be life-giving. I'm going to pray. Come, Holy Spirit, would you show us the things that we're to take off and to put down and the things that you call us to take up. Hear these verses again from the Lord Jesus, him speaking to you. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. This is conditional, by the way. Take my yoke upon you, and this is the conditional bit, and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light.